Hey, what's up? This is Taja V. Simpson. You're listening to the Red Rock Podcast Network. And always remember, the dream is real. You are listening to the Red Rock Podcast Network. Featuring Pod of Thrones and the Shiznit. This is the Red Rock Podcast Network. From Red Rock Studios in Los Angeles, California, this is the Shiznit. Now, put your hands together for the Shiznit. Welcome back to another episode of the Shiznit Show. I am your boy, I'm your host, Dino Red, and I have with me, as usual, my ride or dies. Well, at least one of them. One of them is not dying. <laughs> right? <laughs> the man, the myth, the legend, Mr. Pip Lily. How now, brown cow? <laughs> How's that me, bitch? How's that voice sound? You sound good. Thank you. Yes, you sound very good. So, sound like you've been doing voice exercises on your way over here. <laughs> I, I did some warm-ups on the way over here. Did today. you? Okay. Yes. I actually walked down Crenshaw doing vocal warm-ups. I was like doing my little scales. I'm doing my runs like Mary J. Blige. And here's the crazy part. Then nobody look at me different. You know why? Why? Because we're used to that shit. I know. We used to people just walking out the street talking to themselves without a phone. <laughs> oh, okay, you know what? Dude, okay, first off, let me say something this about this. All right, so yeah, I've lived in a few neighborhoods in L.A. now over the last 12 years. Yes, okay. You know, now, the last apartment I was in for 10 years, so okay. uh, not like I lived all over L.A., right. but I've been all over L.A., right. and I've lived in black neighborhoods, and I've lived in white neighborhoods. I'm okay. living, currently living in a white neighborhood mm-hmm. with, you know, well, Latinos are everywhere, so, right. you know, but white. Right. So, <laughs> uh, I left a black neighborhood where I would see black people all the time and like no big deal. And we, of course we have our crazies like every neighborhood has, mm-hmm. but I swear it's more crazy black men in white neighborhoods. <laughs> really? In black neighborhoods. Because you know why? They're not that crazy. They know it's better to be crazy in the white part of the neighborhood than it is to be crazy in the hood. What is up with that? I mean, I'm, I, I hardly ever in the hood see some black dude. First of all, you don't see very many Starbucks in the hoods, but <laughs> yeah, I don't see black dudes outside the hood Starbucks going like, they're trying to kill you at the Whole Foods. <laughs> they, uh, I was at the, they gave me receipt of heck, uh, radiation on that. <laughs> This dude was raving for 40 minutes at the top of his lungs outside the Starbucks at the corner of Sunset and Vine. Really? Yes. Okay, this is my theory. I think it's because it's, they, get, they get more attention, more compassion. Like, if, well, for, I think for a lot of reasons. If they're homeless, mm-hmm. I think you find better shit. Sure, sure, sure. You know sure, what I mean? Sure, sure, sure. If in the trash and, you know, and just people giving you stuff. Right. You know, that you're more like, in the, in the hood. They'll just step right over him. Yeah, we, we poor too. Like, yeah, like they'll just step right over him and be like, nigga, shut up. Shut your ass up. I'm trying to, you know, be quiet. I can hear. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm trying to have a conversation, trying to drink my coffee. But in the white neighborhood, people would be like, oh, poor soul. Right. You know? Or <laughs> fear. Too. He, got, he got caught up in the system. Yeah. The system did him wrong. Guilt. Liberal guilt. Yeah. 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 All right. That's and fair so, enough. And so they'll break him off. 
That's fair enough. Because yeah. I've seen more. I've seen more crazy old black dudes in my neighborhood than I did in my black neighborhood. Yeah. The old they crazy, migrate. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. The old crazy black dudes in my old neighborhood, the black neighborhood, mm-hmm. they were just a garden variety, like just angry old men. Yeah. <laughs> or you know, dementia. Yeah. You know, whatever. But they, you know, garden variety crazy. <laughs> you know, your typical crazy. You know, the kind that like puts a you know a a a, a, a pot on their head, thinking they're wearing a hat. Right. Kind of crazy. <laughs> right. Not oh. yelling at you crazy. Yeah. Showing you your dingling kind of crazy. Right. Right. More harmless. <laughs> and, you know, crazy to they self. Yeah. Instead of inflicting they crazy on you, they crazy to they self. Yeah. The kind that sits <laughs> on the corner na- butt naked, and their daughter got to come get them crazy. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that kind. Well, no days you're on today. Oh. She's sick, and it's not Dino's fault. I know you guys thinking Dino got her sick last week. No, it wasn't me. She got something bad. I, I was only sick like two days, and I was done. She's sick, like talking about going to the hospital tomorrow sick. Right. So I don't know what she got, but she didn't get it from me. No, she didn't get it from me either. Yeah, she she got some, some heavy-duty stuff. I don't know what that is. She's been working herself to death, some, I think. She got some super cooties. Or maybe them chemicals when she be cleaning the house. You said that the last time. You I'm really just saying <laughs> <laughs> that that stuff is harmful, but I don't think it makes you sick like with the flu, kind of like sick. Well, like, you can get into like your lungs, and your lungs get your oxygen. You think oxygen she got pneumonia from cleaning with ammonia? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure that's how it works. But, uh, well, uh, they both uh, they both ammonias. It's true that <laughs> I'm, no, I'm no doctor. I don't know. I can. I don't know. I'm no doctor. It's, it yeah. is. It is not a science, really. It's it's a, it's a uh, art. So maybe. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you know what? What? We should call her. She probably won't answer her phone, though. Let's see. Let's see. Okay. I'll call her and see. <laughs> oh, this is fun. It's going to prove what I said last week about nobody answers their phones anymore. No, in the background, you're going to be hearing like some hip-hop music. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is what you're going to hear in the background. You're going to hear... <laughs> yeah, we know you sick, right? <laughs> Uh, you notice I'm not as obsessed with sex this week as I was last week. You must have got some. I got some. <laughs> oh, yeah. He in here singing and shit. Oh, my God. My think, mind is so clear. I can see clearly now the rain is gone. Oh, shit. I think I preferred him better when he was horny. <laughs> <laughs> I had some focus. But that's all I could focus in. I had to get Hello. that done. Please state your name oh. after the tone. It didn't even ring. Try to connect you. It didn't even oh. ring. It didn't even ring. But that's a good sign. She got her stuff turned off. She oh, no. There it is. Oh, what was that little pre-message before the ring? Mm-hmm. I never heard that before. I thought that was what you was going to voicemail. Right. But that, that tricked me. Answer the phone. Come on, Dee Dee. Answer, answer, answer. People do not answer their phone in 2018. I'm telling you. I answer my phone. Unless it's a number I don't know. The Google subscriber you have called is oh. not available. Please leave a message after the tone. Dee Dee. Dee Dee. Dejon. It's your boy. We miss you. It's it's Dino Red and, and Pip. Google, Google me. me, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> we live on the Shiznit show. We called to say we missed you we with your you. sick ass. Get better soon. All right, girl. We love you. Take care of yourself. All right. So we left her a voice. I wonder if she's going to even get it. <laughs> she's gonna look yeah. at the number and be like what number is this like she don't know the studio number i have a friend that uh doesn't check his voicemail 
Yeah. You have to text him. If you really want him, you got to text him. Yeah. And, and he'll get back to you almost immediately if you text him. But if you leave him a voicemail, yeah. he'll call you. He, he has called me two weeks later and said, I just got your message. Right. <laughs> That's what, exactly. That's why last week I was saying, I don't, I, don't leave, I don't leave him because people don't check him. They just see the missed call and they'll just call right. you back. And then you got to repeat the same. And that irritates yeah. the fuck out of me. So I just like, no. Never mind, but uh, I, I, you know what's crazy is that I had like a, I came down with like a, a 90 minute stomach flu this morning. This morning? No, not 90 minute, 90 second. 90 second. Yeah, it was like a 90 second stomach flu. What? <laughs> I was up early in the morning doing show prep like normal, typical Sunday. You know, I was, I was feeling fine for the most part. I had a slight headache, but that's normal for me this time of year because of the heat. Sure. All the heat. You know, because of the cold, we got the heat on and the too heater. much heat. Not the heat outside, but the heater inside. Right, the yeah. heater, right. Yeah, that, the heater. That, it, it gives me a headache when it's on too, you know, constantly like, like it is right now because of the winter. So I had a slight headache. Other than that, I was feeling fine, doing show prep. Got up to, to make some coffee, and all of a sudden, I just got this, this woozy, this kind of nauseous type feeling came over me. And I was like, oh, dang. And, you know, got that unmistakable urge to go Earl. Yeah. And I was right there by the sink, so luckily. And um, like a little, a little something came up, not much. It was like all liquid. I don't even know what it was, but it was very little. But it, it happened like twice. And like I said, it was 90 seconds, about a minute and a half, two minutes. And as soon as it, the, it, it, what, the little bit that came up came up, I instantly felt better. And I, I haven't looked back since. Well, good. Yeah, that was crazy, huh? It's That's probably weird. something really slight or small that was like you touched your face or mouth or something with something. Or and something. I don't know what it was, but I'm just glad it wasn't. That's crazy how that it, that works with uh, throwing up. Sometimes, like, it, you know, as soon as you do it, you yeah. can instantly feel better. Yeah. That's crazy. I've had that work the other end, too. Yeah. 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 So. And it's like, I was like, oh, wow, I'm thinking I'm going to be down. It's like, well, no, I'm actually, I feel great. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. I was, the first thing I was like, oh, shit, am I going to have, am I, am I going to have to call Pip? Because we already down Dejon. Right. I was like, oh, shit, oh, shit, am I going to, because for a minute I was like, oh, I can't do the show feeling like this. Like last week I put through it, I went through it, but like feeling like this, like you can't, you know, feeling like right. you're going to throw up any second. That right. ain't cool. But as soon as I did it and it was over with, then I was like perfectly fine. We talked about this before. You know, I love doing the show. I yeah. just love doing the show. Yeah, we, we all do. Right. So, but I thought like, oh, if we don't do a show today, I might be okay today. Because, <laughs> <laughs> no, no, only because this is what's great for me. You know, you, I got jobs. Plural, oh, yeah. And mm. I actually have the next three days off Ooh. in a row that I didn't request off. It just happened to work out that way. Yeah. And if other work comes up, you know I'm gonna say yes. I think the last time you had three days off in a row, you were dead. <laughs> <laughs> I, re I did request three days off for my birthday because I went to Chicago, right. but I was sick the yeah. whole time. That sucks. So this was like, and then I I requested a day off when I moved. I requested two days off when I moved, but I was moving, and I'm still not done moving. Mm -hmm. So tomorrow is sort of dedicated to finishing moving, and then the next two days are like wow, like a weekend. Like I'm like I never get that, but it's on a Tuesday and Wednesday, but I'll take it. Hmm. Go hang out with my buddy RC. Going to watch the screeners for the RC Cola. Go, uh, <laughs> uh, we're going to watch the screeners for the Oscars, and then you know. I thought you already watched the screeners on Valentine's. Day. I watched some of them. We're going to watch okay. the rest of them. Ah, okay. This the same, out. the same homie. Yeah, same homie. Okay. Yeah. Well, my homies, I, I hung out with my homies this week, which was a rare thing. They they, uh, they took me off for my birthday late. You know how black people are. Yes. Late. late. CP, CP time. Mm hmm. Yeah. Yeah. They took me out for twenty something on my birthday for my birthday, which was on the sixth. <laughs> <laughs> shout out to cj my homegirl she was the one who took me out because she, she barely remembered it was my birthday just in time before the month was over so she was like let's 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 go out for your birthday or whatever i'm like okay cool so we got our other buddy lance and uh 
we we went out and oh my god it was kind of a little little adventure there or misadventure i should say first of all she was supposed to she she promised lance that she was going to pick him up uh why she did that i'm not well she got confused about the proximity of his house to okay so you you know where i live here at red rock so she's picking me up and then she said she'd pick him up and then we go to the place now he lives in redondo beach okay and the place where we're going or we're going is uh is on um in uh what do you call it like el segundo slash manhattan beach like okay right there on sepulveda and rosecrans okay so it's not too far from not too far but you go past the place to get to his house and then double back to the place from here okay so and she was late picking me up of course so she (laughs) she she didn't get to me until almost like 8 15 our reservations were 8 30 oh no right so i'm like we're gonna miss our reservations i should just tell him to to meet us there and Mm -hmm. she's like oh he's right by i'm like he's he's not far but he's not that close either i mean it's like we have to go past the place to get him, you know, so. And you always have to do that traffic factor. You know? Right. So she's like, okay, so I'm texting back and forth. And I already knew that this motherfucker wasn't going to want to drive once he was promised mm-hmm. that he was going to get a ride. And what day of the week is this? This is a Thursday night. Okay. And the reason why it's a Thursday is because well, I was off the next day. Mm-hmm. So it was, even though it was a Thursday, it was a, kind of a weekend. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so I'm texting back and forth, you know, him saying, no, nah, just come get me. I'm close. And, oh, this is the white neighborhood. They'll, they'll hold reservations and all this <laughs> stuff, right? All this drama, right? Instead of just getting his ass in the car and driving, you know, like, and meeting us there. Right. And she's all like, I'll buy the first round of drinks. And they're going back and forth. And I'm doing the, the you know, I'm the go-between, right? So finally, uh, he decides that he's just going to boycott. Like, I'm not going to go. Y'all have fun. Like, I'm not going because I'm not going to drive and whatever. Oh, happy birthday. Yeah, you know? <laughs> and so she didn't She didn't want to do it without him. So she's like, oh, I guess we just go pick his ass up, whatever. Right? So we go pick him up. We get to, and I told her too. I said, like, I said, we're going to lose our reservations. I said, uh, when we get there, he's not going to be dressed. And uh, <laughs> what happened? When we got there, he was not dressed. What? No, he was not dressed. And then when we get there, not only did we not have our reservations, the motherfucker was closed. <laughs> they closed at 9 o'clock. We got there at like 9.15, 9.11 or some shit. <laughs> right? Wait, how did they get not dressed? <laughs> How he not dressed? Oh my! And then he was like, "Why didn't you put? Why didn't you get an Uber?" But wait, and he only he only was wearing Mr. white neighborhood. He was wearing a jersey <laughs> and some sweats and some tennis shoes, and he sweats. wasn't dressed. Yeah, some sweatpants. Oh man! And a jersey and some tennis oh, shoes, man. like we were going to the to the sports bar. All right. Which you know I ain't got a problem with. I ain't no snot. It wasn't like wasn't like I was like super fly or anything. No, but no. I had on a button up shirt. You know. Let me say something to Deuce. Let me say something. I've been resisting it myself, but I'm finally giving in. Especially now that we have Black Panther come out. You know, we had those uh those like those hammer pants, some harem pants, some drop crotch pants, and yeah. stuff like that. They back in vogue again. Oh, get God. them instead of sweatpants. <laughs> At least you could wear it out and be fashionable, and they comfortable too. Right. So yeah. Okay. So. Wait, now, now this is the the funny part. So we're there, we lose our or whatever. So they automatically go into hustle mode. Mm-hmm. These two, right? I'm mm-hmm. just like I'm just there watching. Like I told y'all, we can go to Wingstop. I'm we can like, get some decorations at night. No, 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 no. You got it wrong. No, not that kind of hustle mode. They in hustle mode. Like CJ immediately is immediately like, well, you know what? I why would they? I don't know. Why would you be closed? Why? That is so weird that you close at, at nine. Why would they give me reservations at nine? Knowing damn well our reservations were 830. Right. Right. Uh, 
and she was like, I called. I made a reservation for nine o'clock. Um, it's under, you know, my name, CJ, da, 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 da. You know, uh, can you just see this and just give us something real quick or whatever? And and uh, oh, he's like, talk themselves into the restaurant. Yeah, that's okay. what she's trying to do. And she's like, I, he's like, the kitchen's closed. There's nobody in the kitchen. Yeah. So, you know, it's just he's like, I'll go get the manager. And so he comes back with the manager or whatever. And so she goes in with her same speech again. And he's like, that's weird. I don't know why anybody would take reservations for nine o'clock when everyone knows we close at nine. Right. You know, there's there's just I don't understand that. And so then Lance is like, well, I don't know. What about can we get a drink at the bar or something? And then he was like, sure, you can you can have a drink at the bar. He's, he's like, no, no, I was thinking that you would buy us a drink oh. <laughs> because it's like my man's birthday and all. And oh. our plans are, you know, and he's like, yeah, sure, I'll, I'll buy you a drink. That's you know, nice. don't go crazy, but I'll buy you a drink. That's nice. And so we ordered three reasonable drinks or whatever. And CJ didn't even drink her. She made me drink her nasty drink. <laughs> What'd she get? What did she get? Yeah. She got a... a, a what do you call it? A tequila and tonic. I'm like, who the fuck drinks that? Tequila. I like tequila and soda. Really? Not to, not but, tonic. But, but yeah, like, but because it gets like bitter and, and yeah, it's like because that's, that's too tequila strong. Tequila and soda is cool. Yeah, that's too but, strong. But taste tonic, yeah. that's that's nasty. That's too strong taste. Yeah, that's nasty, and it doesn't go, doesn't compliment it. It's just it's weird. It's like why, like I'm like, why are you gonna order something nasty and then make me drink it? Because <laughs> it was nasty. So I drank my, my I got a margarita. And so I drank my drink and then her drink. So I'm like a drink ahead of everybody. And I haven't eaten since like morning time. So, and it's like, it's late for me. It's like past my, it's almost my bedtime actually, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. <laughs> and so anyway, so we said, okay, we leave there and we go to PF Chang's, which, and then it turned out we had a real good time. It was great. We had fun. Our, our server, shout out to Desiree, like she listens to the show. Um, <laughs> but she was really good and we yeah, had, we had a lot of fun. It turned out to be a good, good night though, but it's just sh- shenanigans, just shenanigans. I like shenanigans. <laughs> They yeah. make the world go round. <laughs> they do. <laughs> it's good. Well, at they least do. you got some celebration in. You know, oh, it was great. I loved yeah. it. I loved it. You got to go out. Good. Like, life's, life's short, man. It is. You got to celebrate, celebrate any way you can. And you know, like, sure. yeah, I made the best out of it. I mean, ultimately, at the at the end of the day, uh, my buddy used to tell a story about father and son going to a Dodgers game. And uh, the father and the wife were divorced. And so he only got to see his son mm-hmm. every now and then. So we pick up his son in, the, in Santa Monica, and he's on his way to the Dodgers game. And it's traffic, and they're going to be late. And the father just in the car screaming and yelling, and the kids crying. And, like, the whole point was the, for them to be together. The Dodgers game was just what they was going to do. Right. And he missed the point, the father in the car. So y'all at least had a good time together. That's the point. Yeah. Which I'm glad I didn't because I could be that guy. Yeah. I can be that guy sometimes. I can get, like, so caught up in the, like, oh, we late. Oh, we had to go pick him up and instead of him just getting in the car driving and this wouldn't happen. I can get caught up in that stuff and then it's hard to have a good time because I get so caught up in the, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I've gotten a lot better at that and I don't typically, I don't think I'm typically that guy that often anymore, but I can kind of, I can kind of go there. We, I think it's a, it's a thing we all, because we're taught like, you know, don't be late, be on time, do this. Or like those are responsible people. Right. And, and it's like, you yeah. know, like somebody has to be the, like crack the whip and stuff yeah. like that. And when you end up being that guy, it's sometimes mm-hmm. you don't have fun because you are always what, marking mm-hmm. the minutes and marking the this and, you know, and it's hard to be in the moment and just enjoy the moment. True that. True that. Stop and smell the roses. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I went out for some drinks this week. It was delightful. Hey. That's how I got the booty. What? Hey! <laughs> bam. Uh, 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 bam. On that note, let's go ahead and get into these topics. News <laughs> and noteworthy. The shiznit. 
So, Pip, I know you're an NBA fan like me. I am. Did you check out any of the All-Star festivities last oh weekend? Oh, my God. This is so crazy. So I'm with my buddy, R.C. I was just talking. R.C. is going through chemo treatment right now. And right. He's, he's also on bed rest and stuff like that. So I've been trying to just keep him company. Um, the few times he does go, does go out, we went to see Black Panther last week. And mm-hmm. he is an avid NBA fan, too. Right. And that's one of our friendships. Uh, after the game, which is which, after the, the movie we saw, which was on Sunday... Mm-hmm. So I was like, I should have just hung out with him. We could have watched the game together. But I went home instead, and I got caught up in unpacking boxes and talking to my roommate that I currently have. Mm. Now, I no longer have cable, mm. and I don't have regular TV. I completely forgot about the game until I started hearing about Fergie the next day. Wow. Okay. Well, since you missed it, I will go ahead and give you the highlights of the weekend. Okay. So we're going to start on uh, Friday with the, with the uh, what do you call it, the Celebrity All-Star Game. I saw the, part of that. The last couple of years, Kevin Hart has been dominating that, and he's taken the MVP home a few times and all that. He didn't play this year. He's, he's re- he, last year he said he was retiring, mm-hmm. that uh, he's won so many times. He don't have no place else to go with this. He don't have no place <laughs> else to take it. So he's just going to retire while he's on top and, you know, and just going to enjoy the game. From from the you know from the from the stands like the spectators and whatever else so yeah um, the they divided the teams into since it was here in L A there was Team Clippers and Team Lakers Team Clippers won seventy five to sixty six okay that's a decent score it is it is they um and uh, the the most valuable player MVP was Quavo okay. which is uh, one of the one of the three guys on Migos right. that makes up the rap groups Migos. So yeah, he he um he was he's a high school athlete, right? And his athleticism was very apparent when he was on the court. That's good. So yeah, he he had a really good game. I think he scored like 19 points or something like that. At least the nigga can do something well. <laughs> then the other guy, uh Buddy Hill, the other Sacramento player, he had like 17 points. So the two Sacramento players kind of uh kind of dominated the uh celebrity game. Um then we go to what used to be called the rookie sophomore game. Mm-hmm. Up until like three years ago, it was like the rookies against the sophomores, the second year players. They would go against each other. Now they do is, I think it's still uh, rookies and sophomores, but they're not called rookies and sophomores and they're not divided up that way. They're divided up uh, USA versus the world. So basically USA versus international players. Right. And since they've been doing that, I guess this, I think this is the fourth year. And I think the international team is like three to one. That's amazing to me because so. they never win when they actually have real international games no. <laughs> against the USA. <laughs> no, they don't. <laughs> the game closed one year, but yeah, they don't. They don't. But they're they, like we they, take Team USA to the Olympics, and it's like everybody else just sit down. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But the rest of the world has really done a really good job of catching up real fast because mm-hmm. the 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 disparity in talent from when Dream Team won went to the Olympics to where it is now is like a huge gap has been filled. Well, they also have uh, those American uh, former players and coaches that are over there working with them, teaching them all our tricks and, as well, which is smart. <laughs> no, that's smart. Yeah, that's smart. So in that game, the, uh, the world or international players won 155 to USA 124. That's a, that's a whooping. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then the, 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 uh, the MVP of that game was uh, – Bogdan Bogdanovic. Yeah. Yeah. And the, Very imaginative name, parents. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> That's like Buchos, Buchos, Golly. <laughs> Jack Jackson. Right? 
<laughs> okay, so then we go to the uh um was the Saturday they have the 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 all-star like all the different skills and the, right. the three-point shootout. The the first one was the the skills challenge, I think. Um and no, three-point three-point contest. Devin Booker from the Suns, he won. The runner-up was Clay Thompson. I love Clay Thompson. And Devin Booker actually set a record. He scored 28 points, which is the highest that's ever been scored in this event. Wow. He scored 20 out of 25 baskets. That's that's impressive. pretty awesome. Yeah, it's, yeah. And you're going up against it's Clay Thompson yeah. and some, you know, all the some of the best shooters in the NBA. And the clock going so, too. Yeah, and the clock exactly. Yeah. So that's that's saying something. So, and then uh, you go to the the now you got the skills challenge and the win, the the winner of that. Is uh oh is that that's Dejon? That's Dejon. That's Dejon. Let's answer. Hello, 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 Dejon. Why are you interrupting the show and then we can't? Why are you playing? No, no obscene phone calls. We talked about obscene phone calls. We didn't say for you to call in and and do one. She just called and we don't hear nothing. No breathing or anything. This is the worst obscene phone call for ever, real. ever. This is not how you do it. We're gonna call you back and we're gonna show you how to do it. All right, we're going to hang up because we're not hearing anything. Yeah, that was like sex with an unresponsive partner. <laughs> oh, my God. Nothing. nothing. So the back to, okay, the skills challenge. Um, the guards took it back the last couple years. The big men had, had won and had been winning this, which is typically thought to be an event that's dominated by the guards. And Spencer Dinwiddle. I don't know who that is. He's a uh, he's uh, he's the point guard on the New Jersey Nets. Oh wow! Yeah, he's like a. I think he's a, he's either a rookie, maybe a sophomore. Okay. But he's a he's a new player, and he basically was on the bench and until D'Angelo Russell got injured. Okay. And then he came into the. Okay. So that's where he came from. Um, the runner-up, Lori, uh, Mar- Markinen. He he plays on the Bulls. He's a rookie mm-hmm. as well, and he's Bulls a, can't win. He's nothing. a big guy. <laughs> At least you got one up. That's the closest. That's the closest win y'all gonna get this season. <laughs> Love you, bullies. But wow. And then we got for the winner of the slam dunk contest, Donovan Mitchell of the of the Utah Jazz. What was his big trick? Do you remember? I I couldn't tell you what it was. I I remember. I mean, I wasn't. I watched. I watched the dunk contest, and I wasn't all that impressed with it. Um, I'd like some of the things that they did as far as like limiting the amount of tries and things like that. But there was a lot of homages. Like in other words, they were stealing dunks. Jumping over cars and stuff. They were doing dunks that previous stars, you know, Mm -hmm. Vince Carter and people like that. Larry Nance did, Larry Nance Jr. Did the dunk his dad did. So that was awesome because he he wore his dad's jersey and then did his dad's dunk and his dad was there in the stand. So that's pretty awesome. When you got like a second generation, you know, that going on. So that was, that was cool. But there was other players doing it that didn't, there was like not that much of a connection, just kind of. So I don't know. It was like, eh, you know, but, uh, and so, so that was, that was the dunk contest. Oh, the runner up was Larry Nance Jr. Used to be a Laker who is now a Cavalier. And, uh, for the first, I don't know. Are you aware of how they shook up the NBA All Star Game this year? Uh, I there's, it's not East versus West, right? right it's yeah. not East versus West. It was all mixed up. It was you had two King Cavs, so you had Team LeBron versus Team Stephon, Stephon Curry, and or uh, Steph Curry, Stephen Curry, and uh, LeBron's team won by like three points, one forty eight to one forty five, and the MVP was LeBron James. I like I like that they did that. I was actually talking to somebody the next day. About Me too. It. And I, I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm for that because it, it, it always seems anyway that either conference, they're never even. 
one of them is always superior to the other one at some yeah. point in time. And it's just always, a, it's just not as fun to it's, watch. It's lopsided, yeah. yeah. Yeah, this it came out very, very even. Like, I don't think you could have done any better as far as, you know, making the teams even. And, and saying that, it, the West has been dominating the last, like, 10 years, you know. Like, it's just like, just the West is, the, can, the East can't compare. Yeah. And, and my team's on the East. So I'm saying that's being real. Right, right. All right. So uh, in other news, O.J. Simpson is uh, rumored to be have to be uh, getting an acting job. Oh, OK. Well, Sasha Baron Cohen. Oh, really? Yeah. They say he's paying them 20. But it's like nobody knows what the part is or whatever. But it, it's reported that he's getting 20, 20 grand to play a part. And oh. there's a lot of uh, a lot of to do about it. Because people don't want him to ever make any money and work again. Right. People want him to be, like, basically just shunned. Like, it doesn't matter that he's went to jail or he's gone to jail. He's he's done his time. He's, you know. For a Christian nation, we are some unchristian motherfuckers. No, yeah. It's like, okay, I, I get you're mad. I get that he did it. I get that all that. But first of all, he already got... He already got brought up on some bull, bullshit charges that were like, well, I don't want to say bullshit charges, but I want to say inflated. He was railroaded. They were they were inflated. He was railroaded. The time he got was inflated, and it was to make up. Let's just be real. Yeah, I'm gonna be real and say OJ did it. Yeah, and I, I, I'm, I'm also be real and say that on this thing he went to jail for, it was makeup. It was like, okay, we didn't get you for that. Right. That shit. So we're gonna make up for it right here. Right. And so. Yeah, that, you it's know, the Whoopi Goldberg ghost. And then Oscar. on top of that, he's he he did his time. He was a you know model prisoner, or whatever. He's he's out, and they just they just don't want him to have like they just no. want him to just go under a rock and die somewhere. Yeah. Like fuck that you've done your time. Fuck that you're you know abiding by the rules of society. Whatever. It, it don't matter. They just they just want him to just go somewhere. And I kind of I get it, but you know. I get it too, but I also feel like that the rule is not that's not the rule across the right, board. Right, that's it's, my problem because there's yeah. people in power, right, that have done bad, bad things, some this and worse, and things we don't know. Yeah, and, and I'm not an OJ symp- sympathizer, not Me by either. any means, but at the same time, I'm just saying like, you know, the law is the law, Here's and it's like he, he he's he's you know he's done his time. OJ in a movie acting, that ain't got shit to do with me. That don't change my life in any kind of way. <laughs> it don't right. make it better or worse. So what the fuck do I care? Right. You know, I I, I hear people want to take Mike Tyson still to, to task for his past. Right. And stuff like that and things he's done. And and let's not let's not let's not forget he raped some bitches. So allegedly, allegedly. I was just gonna say allegedly. I, yeah, yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Even though you don't have to say that since he actually went to jail for it, you don't have to say allegedly. But I was just gonna say uh, OJ did that shit. He didn't do that shit. Yeah. So I'm just saying like you know, and people still try to take him to task for it. And, and you know, and Mike will get mad about it. And I'm like, I don't know why you go up against Mike. But I'm saying like, let him, <laughs> let it go. Right. Let it go. Let it go. If it ain't got, it ain't got nothing to do with you. Just step back before you get punched in the face. Yeah. Oh, I hate to do this, but I kind of got to go backtrack. I, I and I knew I was gonna forget about this part too. What's that? Uh, the lad, the big, the biggest thing about the the whole All Star Weekend. The only thing that everybody's really talking about, Fergie. Oh, the yeah. whole Fergie thing. Did you hear it? I did. Did you? Of course. Okay. So for some people, that, who, that's how who, I remembered that I forgot to watch the game. Okay. So for some people who maybe did not hear or whatever, I'm gonna go ahead and uh, I'm gonna play some of it. And let let you decide. Here to perform the Star Spangled Banner singer, songwriter, and eight time winner from Hacienda Heights, California, Fergie. Oh, say, can you see by the dawn's early light what's so proudly 
Okay, so what did you think of that? I liked it. I wanted to f- I liked it. I thought it was jazzy. I thought it was a different rendition for sure, but it was not your typical rendition. It was very, very super jazzy, but she was on pitch. Her vocals were like really strong. I I, I don't see I don't I, I don't think it was. I didn't think it was bad either. I mean, yeah. She she took a risk, she did something different, you know, which can't blame her for that. No. And maybe you didn't care for it or whatever but it wasn't horrible right. i mean it wasn't Marvin i mean gay did something different the, whitney it, did something different it wasn't what the internet is making it out to be but that's the internet i guess i right. don't know they just it just I, I, feel, I feel bad that she felt that how they made her feel and she felt she had to apologize yeah she apologized like Come what on. like, like I it wasn't like roseanne it. when roseanne did it at the the world series it wasn't like that <laughs> You know, whatever that game was at the baseball game, she did it. Oh my God! It, I don't know. I feel bad for her. I feel bad for when they went from when they came from Mariah a couple of years ago at New Year's Eve and a oh, couple right. other things. I feel bad because anytime you do anything long enough and you in the public sight right. in the public in the in the public, you can, you're, you're not gonna always have great days. You know, if you do anything long enough and you're around long enough, and you just you just you know you're not you're, you're not gonna have. I think social media is not helpful here either. It's not. Too. Because what, you know, in the old days, bef- you know, before that poison got to your ear that made you catty and turn on people, you know what I mean? It took a while. It took that one poisonous friend on the school bus later, and then all of a sudden everybody's like, oh, yeah, I didn't like it. You know, now it's instantaneous. Yeah. People put, people put poison out immediately, no matter what it is. Yeah. I even watched the Olympics, but I'm sure somebody's been hating, hate tweeting <laughs> the Olympics <laughs> for the, all the games until last night when it ended. They even hate tweeted the closing ceremonies. Mm. Um, and there was somebody, there was a bunch of followers that were right behind them. Yeah. 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 So. I'm all love. I don't know. So I don't, I don't get it, but you know, I, I can I get that you may not like it, but I don't get that it was that horrible and that where she needed to apologize and all that kind of stuff. Like, Me either. I actually I tweeted to her. I told her. I, I told her. I thought it was great. Uh, well, it was like it was jazzy. Go. It was fun. I ain't mad at you. 
And let me ask you this while we're talking about Fergie real quick. I know, you know, well, let me just, what do you, how do you think Fergie looks? Uh, I, what, in what way? You mean just like, as a woman, like just, she's just, pretty. She's a good looking woman. She kind of, I mean, I, I think, she, I think there's a type of woman that looks like her. I don't think she's unique in her looks, but I think she's an attractive woman. The, I, the, there's a comedian, Daniel Tosh is his name. I'm, unless I'm getting them mixed up with somebody Tosh else. Is that 2.0? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was him. It, it might have been another guy that I get him confused with sometimes. I'm pretty sure it was, it was Daniel Tosh. But he has this bit, whatever, and he kind of goes in on Fergie, whatever, and he, he, he calls her ugly. Okay. And I'm like, I'm like, you think Fergie's ugly? Uh, I'm like, I, I think know. Fergie's hot. tight. I think Fergie's hot, even though she's she's like she's a little older now, now. and she doesn't look as she doesn't look as good as she did when she was at her prime. But like, who does? No, she's a mother and right. She's nobody in her 40s. looks exactly. Nobody looks like they did in their prime. That's yeah. why it's called your prime. Yeah, I love me some Ricky Martin, but, but even, he don't look as good as he did in Shebang. Right, <laughs> and so even and even now, I was I still think she's hot. Yeah, like Fergie's hot. She could get it. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just saying. Yeah, but uh, and I was like, wow, he thinks Fergie's ugly. Yeah, like, and she and her ex husband, she pulled was pretty smoking hot himself. Like she picked like yeah. I just I never heard that before. I'm like, wow, what? What? And it's like I, I wonder if he's alone in that opinion or like cause I never really had a discussion with anybody about it. So no, I, I just assumed everybody no, thought she was hot like no, I did. I think she's attractive. I think she's very yeah. attractive. Yeah, so mm-hmm. Blake Griffin being sued for palimony. Mm. Yeah, sleeping slam. Speaking of slam dunk contest, right? <laughs> oh, that shit. So Blake Griffin's baby mama and girlfriend, ex girlfriend of like ten years. They say that he basically just dumped her for uh, Kylie Jenner. Was it Kylie or Kendall? I don't know. I think it's Kylie. So they were together ten years. That's what. That was my question. Like, were they really together long enough for her to say that? Well, see, this is my. This is my. And and. I got I got feelings about this. I got so many feelings about this. The first thing is she's suing for palimony only, which means to me that he's taking care of his kid. Okay. Right. So, or else she would. The first thing that would be on there would be child support. Right. Right. She's not suing for child support, which means she's getting that. And we know that. So she just wants a cut. We well she she's she's. <laughs> that's what it sounds like to me. Yeah. It's not like she wants to pay back, but she says that she gave up, which is you know. I don't. Yeah, it happens sometimes, but okay. Okay, go ahead. Anyway. She gave it. What she give she, up? She her career. Her career. She didn't say career in what. Okay, but, but first of all, I'm gonna call some bullshit on her right off because <laughs> if they've been together ten years, and I think about his career in the NBA, which almost matches that. Almost, it's right? Just, you know, uh, it's not like you know you were there when he was in high school, and then you you know you sat there through the, like all the college years, and then all through. But the, my thing is, even if you did give up your job, you've been well taken care of for below years. these 10 years why does it mean that because you gave up your job that you are entitled to be taken care of the rest of your life i think you are if you gave up your life to support this other person's like if you were an integral part of this person's success right which like, of course she is saying that she was she's saying she was she did pr she for him about? She uh, was. Uh, she mentioned a bunch of stuff that sounds like an actor instead of a, a athlete. Well, he she does said, uh, act. She said uh, he does. Was he acting? He, you know, he took like improv class and he did a lot of commercials and stuff like that. That's all. Okay. He was a Kia that, guy for a long time. Yeah, he. he I he, think he still might be the Kia guy, but that's an endorsement through the NBA. That don't have nothing to do with his acting skills. Right, but I, he. Actually, and I don't think it has nothing to do with like 
a, a, a public relations. He's actually agent. Really, he's really. I'm not saying I'm not saying she's right, but he actually really is like like legit funny and a good improviser and a comedic guy, and he and he trained. Okay. But I don't think he he didn't like he don't need a, a publicist to get that done. <laughs> That's I mean, what I'm saying. He don't need her for sure to do it. So and apparently, with the she, money he making, he can hire anybody. So apparently, he did all these things, and then he abandoned her for the Jenner girl, and so she's suing for palimony. So so she's just being spiteful. Yeah, and I and and you know what? Quite as this cat, what she's getting more than likely. I would be willing to bet that what she's getting for child support right. is probably more, more, than more, make. more than probably double than what we make right. combined. And you know I what I'm saying? Right. We both work. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, and, and then some. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yes. So, yes. Yeah. Because so. when you're rich like that, and they, then they say like, oh, well, your child needs $30,000 a month for food. Right. <laughs> yes, they do. Because, they're, because rich people's children eat gold, <laughs> gold coins for breakfast. <laughs> gold coins for breakfast. But then it'd always be something dumb, like 10000 a month for education. Yeah. <laughs> right? That's, yeah. Yeah. Crazy. <laughs> So, yeah, that's going on. But I don't mean to be that way because I don't want to sound like I'm anti-woman or something like that. I'm not anti-woman, but, but just because some women deserve it and some women really and some women did get the short end of the stick. I don't I feel like there's a lot of other women who are just skating by off of what other women did. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I don't think everybody I just don't feel like just because. Yeah. OK. Let's say for the sake of argument, you did give up something. But for 10 years, you've been getting it very good. So why does it why does it automatically have to go on for the rest of your life? Like, like you said, Pip, it is different if, if, you know, maybe she, she put him through school or like where he became a lawyer or something and she put him through law school or whatever. That's a different story. You know you what I'm saying? You hear success stories about some CEO who started a company and in those early years, the wife was the secretary and the bookkeeper and right. everything before he could afford a staff. And right. then when he got established, he said, you stay home, I'm going to take care of everything from now on to pay you back for what you've done. Then it didn't work out. Right. She also, she's owed money. Yeah, she's, yeah, she owed, she's on a piece of the company yeah. you know let's just be real yeah you know so don't don't sit here and listen and, and and think that we're like oh we anti-women and or you know we're down for dudes you know dissing women or whatever but i also don't feel like i also don't feel like you should be tied to somebody for the rest of your life just because you've been with somebody for some years like or you have to or else you be holding to them financially you know what i'm saying like h- half of your income should go to this person just because you've been with anybody is is, is has the right to leave anybody and, and that's the way i feel about it and i don't like when uh there's there's when the courts get involved and people are penalized for it and and it's made punitive i mean yeah the kids should be taken care of the woman should be taken care of within reason or or whoever or the man too or whatever within reason. So his fr- his 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 rookie year was two thousand nine. So yeah. that's that's you know that's within that. So we're talking about they met probably the end of college for him. Oh yeah, like so, the year before he got drafted or something. All right. So during all that time, she I'm already sorry. knew he, he was going to be a star. He was a success his rookie year. Yeah. So it's not like he really had lean years. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> he never had any lean. Yeah, years. lean. I think a lean year for Blake Griffin probably. I think when back then. He back then he probably his rookie year he probably made like I don't know five hundred thousand dollars or something. Oh poor thing! <laughs> and then that's the same year that he won the Kia uh, uh, 
dunk no, contest. No, right? I think that was the next year because okay. I think he got I think he got injured like at the beginning or just before the, his rookie year started. So he basically sat out oh, his whole right. entire that's rookie right. year. That's right. So his second year was actually his rookie year. Okay, as so, far as playing. So maybe she was thinking about when she used to make him soup when he was sitting. <laughs> Remember all that to, soup I made to, you? Used to prop his foot up. <laughs> you yellow bastard. <laughs> oh my God. So yeah, she's she went she's coming for him. She's coming for you, Blake. Yeah. Mm-mm-mm. So vagina wigs are an actual thing in twenty eighteen. <laughs> That's a good segue. Vagina wigs. Merkins. Merkins. Yeah, so you know about these. I know about Merkins. Yeah, yeah. so apparently Merkins, unbeknownst to me, are not anything new. No. They've been around since the 1600s. That's right. 1600s, and they were called, like Pip said, Merkins. Yeah. And uh, they're making a comeback. <laughs> <laughs> they literally have these, these models walking down the runway, butt-ass naked, with a little triangle-shaped piece of carpet, you know, uh, attached to they they vaginas, vaginal area, and it, it they all come in these different decorations. Some of them have these little faux hawks to match the mohawk on top of their head and mm. whatever else. And yeah, it's like the thing. Dress it up. <laughs> Dress it up. You know the original Merkins. You know what they? You know the original. They they were fashionable for but, prostitutes, but but it also had to do with you know just. Like lice and shit like that. So no, a, what do you mean? Like you shave down there uh-huh. to get rid of all the stuff like that, and then you cover it up with fake thing to make yourself. De- and then it mm. also makes it decorative. And then they start. And then it became a, a wow. fashionable thing. Okay. Yeah, I, I just read that it was something that the uh, working women were known for, and it's so funny. But that that's I, why they did it. Yeah, I, because I the hear bitches you. had bugs, yeah. crabs, and shit. Right. Yeah. I, I, yeah. That that makes sense. <laughs> 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 Which would yeah it, it would. You would think for that line of work, it uh, hi- for hygiene purposes, being shaved totally bald down there would probably be a little bit more hygienic. Yeah, I'm guessing. That's but that was like long. Pussy. Yeah, that was <laughs> <laughs> that was long before that was in fashion though. And that was funny though because like that's in fashion now, but yet they trying to make the 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 Merkins. They're trying to bring the Merkins back, but I don't oh. know if they're gonna be able to go from bald to Merkin. Yeah, because you're right, because now, like, the Brazilian and stuff like that is back. All that stuff's back. Right. But so, now, it, that's interesting. Right. Interesting. You think they have little Afro ones? I'm sure they like, do. Like, a, not little Afro ones, actually Ooh. big Afro ones, like Angela Davis style, Merkins. Like Don Afro. King? <laughs> like straight up. <laughs> Don King Merkin. Oh, that'd be nasty when they get wet coming out of the swimming pool. Only in America. <laughs> Only in America. And coming out of the swimming pool, they'd be hanging down with little white hairs down at the very bottom, like fringe. <laughs> oh, have you heard about Cardi B? What about her? Cardi B knocked up. The, oh, yeah. This actually yeah. might cost her some money, I hear. Really? How? I haven't heard that part of it. Well, because of the album and stuff like that, she, you know, they always expect you to tour and things like oh. that. Like, she won't be able to tour and won't be able to make do all that stuff that you normally do when, when you have an album come out when you're uh. pregnant. But, but, but you know, uh, what's her name did that? M.I.A., she was pregnant when she was promoting her album. Who's M.I.A.? Uh... She's she's saying on that B.O.B. song the about airplane. You know who she is. I, I'm sorry, I can't. I can't okay. grab. She's British singer. Okay. Uh, you would recognize her. Okay. You would recognize some of her tunes. Hmm. If nothing else, just for mainstream. Okay. Yeah. So Cardi B. They saying that she's about three months pregnant. She's denying it though. She's denying it vehemently. Business. And she's saying that she's she's saying she's just getting fat. She said, "Let me fat in peace, bitch." Okay. So we'll, we'll we're see. gonna find out. We'll see. We're gonna find out unless she. I mean, I guess she could 
we'll you know, see. terminated. Je- well, Jennifer Hudson lied about her pregnancy so. like till well into it. She was on she was actually on tour. Yeah. And just wouldn't like yeah. say anything. Yeah. And I saw her in LA. She and Robin Thicke were in concert together and mm-hmm. the bitch was pregnant. Yeah. And she still hadn't announced it. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, celebrities they lie about that stuff all the time. Well, you gotta have some private life though, right? I'm ch- yeah, like, why I'm is that anybody's business? Like, if if somebody came up to anybody came up to you on the not. street and started talking to you about that, you don't have the right to. They, they don't have the right, and you don't have to tell them the truth. You work at a bank, and somebody's like, "Oh, are you pregnant?" Oh, well, as a matter of fact, I, you know, what? Because some people are, mis- you know, worried about losing right. it. Yeah, my wife and I we were just we were just kind of talking about this the other day. Where I was saying, I was explaining to her how to come up. Oh, we were saying, um, I was I was telling her that uh, she was under the impression that only celebrities get audited. I was like, no. I was like, everybody gets audited. Well, I mean, not everybody. I'm like, but regular people get audited more than celebrities, right? Because uh, it's more regular people. It's just that, right? Exactly. Just by sheer, you know, statistics, numbers. Uh, I was like, but nobody cares about, right? You know, Joe across the street. Mm-hmm. So it's not news. Right. So you only hear about celebrities because anything a celebrity does, people want to know about, right. and they have no privacy. And like, so therefore, you have the impression that, oh, celebrities are always getting, no, there's, no, regular people get, everybody gets out. It's, it's, it's not, they don't, IRS is not flipping through returns saying, okay, this is a celebrity, I'm going to audit it. No, they have certain things that they look for that are red flags. Right. And if, if there's, you know, so many red flags, whatever, go off or whatever, then your, your return is flagged, and then it's audited, and that they go over it or whatever, and then that's, that's how it works. Not, Oh, okay. Well, this is you know a uh, celebrity, so we're gonna go over. You know, no, 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 no. That's not how it works. But it's just that they have no privacy. They have no privacy, and anything that happens to them, the 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 media wants to report on it, and people mm-hmm. want to hear about it. Right. So, and once you announce your pre- pregnancy in public, then every time people talk to you, they want to talk to you about that and the progress yeah. of it, like it's their business, like yeah. they're the daddy. But you know what? The thing is, since it's out there, they're going to do it anyway. I mean, not saying, not excusing it or whatever. I'm just saying that even though she hasn't announced it, it's still, and I don't, I'm not saying that she should or needs to or has to or whatever. I'm just talking about it because it's out there, because again, people are talking about right. it. Right. But again, so. if she gets into the third month and she losing the baby, yeah. then it's, oh. then you got to not make an announcement about that and all that stuff. Oh, you know what I mean? Yeah, that's true. That's, that's rough. True. Yeah. Yeah. They even tell you as, as a new parent that, or, you know, that when, when before like four months or three and a half or something like that, where she's supposed to be, I think right at the, the, the minimum of before you start telling people. Right. So it's like they're out in her and she's not even at that stage yet where she could lose, you know, it's easier to lose it up until like three, mm-hmm. three and a half, four months or something like that. You know, so yeah, you know. Again, and she got she's out, she's working, you know, yeah. stuff like that too. Things not, not 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 that you can't work and be pregnant, but you know, again, she's at high risk, right? For for possibly losing. And sometimes child. you can't, you know, not not every woman can. Some some women have need to be on bed rest, or there's different right. re- requirements or different restrictions that women are de- depending on how their pregnancy goes. It's not the same for every woman. Totally different, you know. Well, some women can work all the way up until the day before they, you know, time for them to go into delivery. And then other women, they have to go on bed rest like early on. It just all depends. And then somewhere, you know, then there's many women that fall somewhere in the middle of that, you know. Well, pregnant or not, she, I don't feel like she has to tell anybody. No, she doesn't. I agree. I agree. Unless she wants to come on the, you know, Shizness show and oh, uh, give it. us an exclusive. <laughs> spill it, spill it here. <laughs> Quincy Jones issues an apology for unfiltered interviews. Boo. Right? <laughs> I said the same thing when you posted this. I was like, no, uh, don't apologize. His daughters tried to talk him out. Uh, his daughters came in and said, like, pops. They did. Actually, I have the statement here. You want to read yeah. it? Or do you think it's too long? It's not that long, right? Three little paragraphs. 
Yeah, we can read it. Okay, go ahead. A couple of weekends ago, my six daughters, who I'm beyond proud of, <laughs> took me aside to do a surprise family intervention because of some silly things I've said in two recent interviews, and I have learned my lesson. Let me tell you. I'm so grateful for my daughters because they aren't scared to stand up to their daddy. They're grown ass women. They're, your daughters are middle aged, dude. Like Rashida Jones is almost fifty years old. Right. <laughs> I am an imperfect human, and I'm not afraid to say it. And I'm sorry, and I'm not afraid to say it. And we, you've been fortunate enough to have lived such a long and crazy life, and you've recently stopped drinking three years ago. Certain de- I, that's my best Quincy Jones. <laughs> Certain details about specific events, man, which do not paint the full picture of my intentions nor experiences come flooding back all at once. And even at 85, it's apparent that word vomit and bad mouthing <laughs> is inexcusable. One of the hardest things about this situation is that this bad mouthing has contradicted the very real messages I tried to relay about racism, inequality, homophobia, poverty, you name it. And of course, I didn't want that. I've already reached out to my friends privately, but when you live a public life, you have a responsibility to be an example. And since I do lead a public life, I wanted to make a public apology. I'm sorry to anyone (laughs) whom my words offended, and I'm especially sorry to my friends who are still here with me and to those who aren't. These friends are like blood family to me. To my dear family and friends, thank you for your grace. Thank you for calling me out when I've clearly made a mistake. Many mistakes, even though (laughs) sometimes it's difficult to receive criticism or discipline, especially publicly. I want you to know I hear you. I hear all of you, and I thank you. So I encourage you all to please grow with me and keep on hanging on. Love, an 85-year-old bow-legged man who is still learning from his mistakes. Oh. Thank you. That was a good Quincy Jones. Huh? I <laughs> give it to Quincy you. Jones, man. I did not think you were going to actually try to do it. Ask Quincy Jones. Well, my <laughs> my buddy RC, I keep talking about. He hadn't read the interview, and he and I read the interview to him in the voice of Quincy Jones. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Why so, you hate us, Quincy Jones's daughters? I don't. I, don't, I understand why stories. they did it, though. I know. I understand why they did it, though. But I, I. I Oh, I I hope he doesn't rein it in. I hope he just goes back on the leash temporarily and he gets loose again and, and <laughs> let, just <laughs> spill some more because it's so great to hear. I didn't. I, but I, I, I get it too. Yeah, I you get, get it. it. You get know, it. you know how this business is. You know. I know, but is. he what's he got yeah. to lose? He's Quincy Jones and he's eighty five. Still, I know, I know. I but still, you know, and, and and another thing, I guess. I do understand families of your friends getting upset, and you don't want to hurt mm-hmm. anybody's family. And Michael Jackson, it hasn't even been 10 years since he died, so right. they still might feel mm-hmm. definitely some kind of way. Yes, definitely. You know, we're talking about some of these other people, like like Mar- Marlon Brando been dead. Right, know? right. Even even, even uh, Marvin Gaye, he been dead, you know. Yeah. So um, Tiffany Haddish was on <laughs> Ellen, and in case you don't know, Tiffany Haddish is a big fan of Oprah, and... She's never really met her. She met her like once when she was on the come up. You know what? I'm not going to save the story. It's a little bit long. You think we should play the whole thing? It's like uh, four minutes. It's a long one. It That's is really a little long. bit long. Okay. So we'll just Bring play. them in. So you, you let Oprah leave? She left. I heard you screaming through my uh, dressing room door. I was in my dressing room. Ellen! Yeah, I was like, Ellen! I was like, where's my security? Hi, girl. Hi. 
Ellen Collins is a cutie on Tiffany. Yeah. Um, you had a business proposition for her, and I forgot what it was. Oh, it was about vegetables. Yes, yes. <laughs> Tiffany owns vegetables because I know she got. I've been checking out pictures and stuff and doing my research, and I, she got a lot of land. She got a lot a garden, right? <laughs> she got a lot of money. <laughs> She's a billionaire. Why the fuck she want to grow some vegetables? She got a lot of garden. <laughs> Right. We mostly her vegetables and then some of mine. Uh -huh. um, and then we just go to different farmers markets um, and we just, you know, go ahead and do our thing. So I got the business. See how she, she got, got, she got more vegetables. She probably got actual farmers working at her. And, uh, Can you see Oprah going from farmers market to farmers market, <laughs> hawking some vegetables? We go to different farmers markets across the country, right? Right. And we bring our vegetables and we set Tiff up and a O's. Tiff and O's. I like that. Because yeah, I'm probably going to be doing most of the work. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So your name comes first. Yeah, my did, did you, I, think, I feel like she's not going to show up. Uh -huh. <laughs> <laughs> did, did you write to her? Have you written to her? Okay, so let me tell you. Okay, so back in the day when I was a professional extra in um, mm -hmm. photo Devil, because, uh -huh. <laughs> you know, I didn't just come out of nowhere. No. I, I've been in this business. No, you were extra. Walking around in the back, smiling. Uh-huh. And... <laughs> Um, I she ain't lying. I know. Watching God, and I was an extra, and and it was a movie that Oprah was producing, and she had walked by, and I was making all the other extras laugh and stuff. I was telling jokes, and she she's like, "You're a very funny young lady." I was like, hey. "Yeah." <laughs> and, she, and she was like, "What's your name?" I said, "My name is Tiffany Haddish, and I'm a stand-up comedian." And she said, "Well, keep me up to keep me updated on your career. Write me. Let me know what you got going on. I love comedy." I said, "Oh yeah, I know, I know." And so I would write her, right? Right. And I never. Never got any replies. Nothing. And I think it's because it was a lot of misspellings. Of <laughs> <laughs> I was reading her at that time, so definitely not a good writer. I see. But um, I'm better now. Well, she, she never wrote back. I wonder why. Let's ask her why she didn't write back. Oprah, why didn't you write back? I didn't write back. <laughs> you are so, so, so good. Thank you. You are so, so, so. Come on. You told me that before in a dream. No. <laughs> it's true. I ask questions and I answer them in your voice. Really? <laughs> yes. Oh. You don't told me to pray I'm so, so many proud times. of you. I'm so proud of you. I'm so proud of you. I love you. <laughs> no. This is big. This is big. You know what? I lost the letter. I never made it. But I sent you like six. <laughs> I lost the letter like it was one. Everybody knows. Oprah knows she didn't get them damn Oprah letters. Don't read no letters or something. No, I didn't nobody. Her, her assistant's assistant wrote it. Right? Hell yeah, Stedman didn't even see that letter. <laughs> cards because I'll stop in the bathroom. I'll leave them there. I'll lay them down. So never send a letter to me. Mm -hmm. I'll Even though I told you to. So okay. <laughs> you sent her one too. So how are you doing? I'm so happy. I'm uh, so happy. I'm good. It's nothing but opportunity in the world right now. Yes, yes, yes. Opportunity in the world right no. now. When I woke up today, I just knew it was going to be magical. It I knew is, it. I knew it, it. I looked at myself in the mirror and I said, girl, today is going to be a magical day. Yes. And so the Tiffin O plan, the Tiffin O plan. Yes. 
I know. I have, I, you know, okay, I'm sorry. Uh, A to interrupt. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Ellen was just sitting there like, oh, y'all go on. Yeah. She's just sipping her tea like, this is Oprah moment. It's like the, the it's like the Gorilla King and the uh, right Black Panther. Are you are you finished? Right. <laughs> are you finished? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that was yeah, that was great. That was good TV. I like right that. There. That was that was sweet. I like that. You have a celebrity like that that would do, could maybe just bring you down, like make you just reduce you. You know what? Like seriously, not no joke. Yeah, no, I know what you're saying. I I think even though I'm like a man, I think if anybody's gonna do, I think Oprah. It was one of them. I you know Oprah what I'm saying? Oprah, Oprah is just so huge. I feel like I, I feel like the same thing would happen. To, and I think the feel if if I'm getting emotional now, <laughs> if I met Magic, Magic Johnson, really? I love Magic Johnson. Okay, I think Magic Johnson is is Magic. <laughs> and I've I've seen I have seen him. I've never talked to him. He's never interacted with me. But I have seen him. And he got you know he has that charisma. He's got that aura about him. You know he's Magic. Mm-hmm. And I think if he really saw me. Like Pip and was like recognize my humanity and put his arms around me and say, "What's up, brother?" I would fall apart, man. <laughs> I would. I would fall apart. Say maybe with Barack too. Same thing. Really? Yeah. Uh, more magic than Barack because I because I because magic's been in my heart longer. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. I couldn't. I couldn't. Uh, like I said, even even like sitting here just in my mind trying to vision what I I don't know for sure. Like, like I don't feel like I feel that way about Oprah. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But Oprah is just so huge that I, I, I'm pretty sure that I would, uh, I'm pretty sure that I would, I would lose it. Do you never have a celebrity that uh-huh. you just also really admired and looked up to and thought like, man, if I could, I would love to be like them. No, 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 I never, I, I hate people that do that. In fact, or you never saw any like, well, I'll tell you. Okay. So one of my inspirations and, uh, in the nineties, and I didn't quite get it in the nineties was RuPaul because mm-hmm. RuPaul was the first out black gay American man. And he was out in the nineties, you know, mm-hmm. and, and was still a star and then has maintained his career this whole time being a drag queen of all things. Right. So when I met RuPaul, maybe five, six years ago, I was definitely starstruck and i went and i didn't want to bother him because i know he doesn't like to be bothered and mm-hmm. then, I, then i met him again at a party at a friend's ha- a friend was having we have a mutual friend in common and i'm like this is my chance i'm just gonna do it and mm-hmm. so i just said you know because it was a party atmosphere and i was like i'm just gonna say yeah and i told him i was like look dude you inspired me you know in the 90s of what you did and blah 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 and I, I was really really touched that you know like they're just nobody else was repping black gay men right you you it you were the only representation I have, and like you helped me going, so thank you. Yeah. And so I got to take a picture with him and the whole thing, so it was really cool. I didn't blubber, though. Right, right. But I did admire him for what he did. At the time, I don't think I worshipped him in the 90s, but later I saw him as like an elder and some person of respect. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but Oprah's Oprah. Oprah's like, you know, Jesus. Yeah. Well, I, I, there was this one time when I have the story. It's a crazy story. It, it's a little bit fantastic uh, where I kind of accidentally spoke to Mariah Carey on the phone. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, darling. Who's and this? No, this was like, it was uh, when, um, this was back when she was... Real? No, when she, <laughs> I'm saying she was like really, really like oh. peaking. You know, I okay. think uh, this was like, to give you context, it was not long after uh, Dream Lover. Okay. Okay, this is that Mariah Carey. Okay. And the way it went about was... She wasn't British yet. <laughs> The way it went about me and my my buddy Anthony, we were we were roommates, and I was I was that dude back in the day. Like I would just kind of like do things, you know, certain things that was kind of like you know, like I would walk up to like if I could be at a restaurant and if there was like a table full of people having fun mm-hmm. and laughing, and having a good time, I would like just like sit up 
pull up a chair and sit next to them and just join in like I knew them. Like, wow. Yeah. <laughs> I, was at, I would just do stuff like that. So anyway, <clears throat> I... We were we were talking about something. We were looking through like a, a rap magazine, a hip hop magazine, or something. And for some reason, Carl Kanai came up. Probably his ad, you know, because Carl Kanai were big back then. And we got to talking about this or that or whatever. And for some reason, I decided I was gonna call Carl Kanai. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, "Man, quit why playing. Not? You're not gonna." I'm like, "What? Yeah, I'm gonna call him. Why? Why the fuck not?" So I just started looking. I just started, you know. I looked at the where the uh, the, the where his headquarters was, and I, you know, got the information for the headquarters, and and uh, the uh, I called, <laughs> and I was like, "Yeah, I speak to Carl Kanai, please." And they're like, uh, "Hold." <laughs> they put me on hold, and. Uh, Carl, Carl, they 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 switched me to somebody else. It wasn't Carl Kanai, but it was like one of his assistants or something, mm-hmm. right? And somehow there was some sort of some sort of bleed through, or whatever. But anyway, the guy who was there was like some 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 sort of actually he wasn't an assistant. He was like a producer guy. Okay, right? And Mariah Carey is on the phone mm. with this guy and me. Right, right. <laughs> and I'm listening to Mariah Carey talk to this guy, and I'm like, I'm like. And you talking about I lost my shit. This is I ain't gonna lie, I lost my shit. I'm like, Mariah Carey. He's like, stop lying. It's like here, listen. And he's like, oh my god, that's Mariah Carey. Right? And so we listen to whatever. And then she's like, do you hear some guys in the background? Oh right? He's like, yeah, I hear some guys. I don't know what that is, but like, she's like, she's like, anyway, how you been? I haven't seen you since the dream since you did the Dream Lover remix for me. And he's like, yeah, it's been a while. It's been a minute, whatever, whatever. I'm just up here chilling with Carl and <laughs> da, 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 you know. And uh, after uh, like a minute or so, then the line just went dead. But she was on the line at the same time. That's crazy. As me, right. And, and she actually heard me and my friend in the background <laughs> and we heard her. <laughs> so, yeah, that you was. Should, you should, if you ever meet her, you should tell her that story. Oh, I definitely will. She'll be like, well, that, well, that was you, darling? <laughs> I've never heard her speak like that. <laughs> she, that's all she talked about. I never heard her talk she's like that. She's darling and, and yes. <laughs> she, she's, all, she's all mannered now. <laughs> Remember after she first like divorced Tommy Matola and then she turned like super wigger? Actually, she's not a wigger because she actually is black. But, <laughs> right. But, like, wait, what? <laughs> I, woo, I heard that reference in a long time. Woo. <laughs> but she went from like the sort of like, like passing Mariah Carey to like, oh no, I'm black too. <laughs> It's just fucking out all the rappers. You sound like Kathy Griffin now. Well, that's her joke. <laughs> yeah. It's true. Oh, man. So, Monique and Whoopi Goldberg. Oh, Whoopi Goldberg's another person that make me cry. Oh, yeah. You mentioned her She's my hero. before on the show. That She's my she hero. was your hero. Your hero. It was like Clash of the Titans. Wow. Yeah. But somebody, but you take so Whoopi Goldberg to be able to talk to Monique in a way that's like, like look. And even still, she's now. still not trying to hear it. No. She not still doesn't try to hear it. But she was, you know, very respectful of Whoopi. But, uh, and basically Whoopi's just saying what we've been saying since this whole thing came up. So we're going to go ahead and play this little clip and let you, let you guys hear what went on. And they wanted me to come work for free. They to wanted what? to go over to Khan and promote this film internationally. Uh-huh. And I said to them, I said, guys, my deal is with Lee Daniels and I've done my job. And they all agreed. Uh-huh. And this is what happens, in my humble opinion, when you don't go up to the hotel room. See, when I think about those women that Wait, said, what? Okay. I know, stop. right? Okay. Because contractually, yes. when you make a movie, regardless of who you sign the deal with, yes. your job mm-hmm. 
is to go and promote said movie. Yes. That's the, that's I, no 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 but so when they wanted you to come and I we've had this conversation yes, mm -hmm. and I said if you had called me mm -hmm. I could have schooled you mm -hmm. on what was expected. And when we did have that conversation and what I said to you mm -hmm. my sweet sister I said Whoopi at what point do we stop saying the next time? Because what, what was expected. Well, but wait, what but I want to answer it though. Yeah, I want to answer when you say you contractual. You want to get paid for the publicity. Please do the let publicity? me answer. Yes, ma'am. Yeah. Because if I had done something wrong contractually, they would have sued me. The reason why no one could do anything to me contractually because they found out I did nothing wrong contractually. So when they asked me to come overseas mm -hmm. to promote the film, mm -hmm. when they, when I said, guys, I'm. Yeah, contractually, she didn't do anything wrong. No. But business-wise, you did everything wrong. Right. And they, by the same token, neither did they. They I, didn't do anything wrong either. I mean, you, you, I, I, have a, I have a job at a retail store, and we have certain vendors that give us advertising that we are expected to display in the store that is provided to us. As the retailer, I could put that advertising up and then stack something in front of it. And they could come in and say, hey... We'd like for you to put ours up front and put the, the, the advertising that we gave you so that people can see it. And I can say, well, you know, contractually, all I got to do is put it up. And I did that. Right. <laughs> so, <laughs> and, I'm, and, I, and they couldn't do anything to me. Right. But they ain't going to do business with me again. <laughs> right. You know, that's what, that's what she's doing. She's like, well, can, I, I put it up. I, I did what I was supposed to do. Yeah, but, you know, come on. Good business is good business, man. Right. You got to follow through, sister. True that, true that. Okay, so uh, Snapchat dysmorphia. What the f is a thing? What the f? Right? What's and wrong with people? This day and age, I, I'm gonna tell you in a minute. But so Snapchat dysmorphia, Pip. <laughs> this is when these people are so attached and so uh, involved with their filters mm -hmm. that there are people literally going to the plastic surgeon, and this is. This is how it used to be. People would go to the plastic surgeon and say, they'd show them a picture of Angelina Jolie or Jennifer Aniston or whoever and say, I want to look like her. Right. And it's gone from that to them coming in there with their Snapchat, with their little dog ears. <laughs> <laughs> the little Bambi freckles. Yeah, talking about, I want to look like this. Yeah. And, of course, they're not talking about the dog ears or whatever, but, you know, the big eyes and the super smooth skin and the, all the, you know, the thing that the filters do. And it's to the point where it's becoming a, a, a real thing, a phenomenon. It's kind of scary because the filters themselves actually just look, make you look like a cartoon Some character. So that's not going to translate well in real life. You know, it's like Betty Boop. In 3D, that's not going to translate that great. No. You're going to look weird. And also, yeah. that's, it's got to be younger people doing this when they don't be needing plastic surgery yet. That's really messed up. I know. I can't imagine like a 50-year-old person saying that they want you know walking in with a snapchat <laughs> <laughs> and showing the doctor a filter right but you know the one doctor was saying that in a, in a way it's an improvement because he's saying that at least now instead of saying i want to look like angelina jolie or like whatever they want to look like a right another version of themselves and at least it's, the base is them sure so in 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 that sense it's an improvement but overall it's really not and you know what? You know what I blame. You know what I think is wrong. What's it's, that? It's, it's just the world. We're, we're too easy on the world. It's, there's not enough. We haven't embraced Darwinism. We save too many people, <laughs> and they're diluting the fucking gene pool. And then you get people like this. You get these weak-minded people and crazy people and people who want to look like cartoon characters oh. and people who think they should. 
people running around thinking they should be born should should not have sight or should not have limbs and all these different crazy things whatever because we have diluted the gene pool we want to save everyone and we don't we need to let some people sink or swim because the gene pool is weak it's so weak because we saving everybody and we just fucking up stuff for ourselves fucking mm-hmm. up the future generations and all these people weren't supposed to survive well don't worry when we get into that war with North Korea <laughs> <laughs> but see then that's that's bad because people are killed indiscriminately in war you know you don't oh, want so, oh you you saying we should do it that, like in a way that's more metho- methodical and no it should be survival def- we shouldn't like we shouldn't intervene so much when people you know may, cut right. back on some of the social services all right like let okay. these motherfuckers die get, get rid of some seatbelt laws and helmet laws yeah it's <laughs> right let it go. Well, don't make it a law if they not they don't have sense enough to put their seatbelt on they're supposed to be dead <laughs> <laughs> they're supposed to be they don't have sense enough to put on a helmet while they're on a motorcycle they're supposed to be dead that's the natural way yes that's, I'm with you. but I'm we're with you. we're we're making these laws and we're prolonging the lives of these people <laughs> who are supposed to bend dead who are taking up space Taking up space, breathing up good air, and diluting the gene pool. Ranting outside of the Starbucks. And then they, <laughs> they're they having, they're, they're birthing people who want to look like cartoon characters. <laughs> that's, what's, that's what's wrong. And we need to stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Oh, my God. Just let them die already. <laughs> Can't stop saving everybody. You fuck shit up. Some people are supposed to die. Have you ever been on Snapchat? I briefly me too briefly when I say briefly uh, I mean like a day yeah same thing <laughs> I had a friend who same from CJ she's uh-huh. always she's that she's that chick that's like she's always trying to be younger than what she is or whatever and always trying to be a little hip and a little too you know little, you know and so she's all snapchat snapchat, snapchat. and I was like let me see what this shit is and I was like this is for little kids right I'm, I ain't fuck I'm too old to be fucking around with some snap and some chat <laughs> <laughs> sound like a breakfast cereal <laughs> snapchat and crackle and pop and <laughs> <laughs> yeah, one day, one day. Actually, somebody told me I should get on it because they're like, "Oh, you want Young Booty? That's where Young Booty is." I'm like, "Oh," okay. and I'm like, "No, it's gonna have to come to me another way." I live by college. I think it'll come to me another way. Well, speaking of Young Booty, have you heard of uh, Black Youngster and his hit single "Booty"? <laughs> I cannot say I have. <laughs> well, I hadn't heard of him before this story either. And you know, people are at home probably asking themselves, "Why in the world is Dino talking about Black Youngster and Booty?" And his song "Booty" because Dino don't normally, you know, discuss ratchet music. Um, well, there's something different about this guy. <laughs> okay. <laughs> he to promote his new single again entitled "Booty." And this is uh, this is his single "Booty." Uh, he's having a contest. He wants the women to send in videos of themselves twerking, and then some sort of comment attached to it. And the winner gets, guess what the winner gets? What do they get? The winner gets a new booty. <laughs> yes. Well, he teaming up with Dr. Miami. You know, the, the yeah. famous uh, plastic surgeon down in Miami who gives a lot of the celebrities and a lot of rich people their, uh, their, their fake booties and fake boobs and whatever else fake and makes them look like, you know, the, the Kim K's of the world and Black Chinas and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And he's going to give some... Uh, in his words, lucky uh, female fan, a new booty. Something a girl can use. Man. 
This is crazy. Don't, pay, thought don't pay my rent. Give me a booty. Yeah, a booty. I'll pay my rent with I, that booty. I was going to say, you you know, you pay a chick's rent once, and then you, but if you give her a booty, she can she pay, can her, pay rent her rent for life. life. <laughs> <laughs> Aristotle said that. Aristotle said that. So, black youngster is just taking it back. He's just taking it back to the original philosophers, whatever. And so, for, uh, for that, I give him props, but that's crazy. <laughs> yeah you pay her rent once and you know she's asked out but you buy her a booty she can pay her rent for life <laughs> <laughs> oh that's hilarious that, you got me on that I'm gonna give you a hand clap on that, <laughs> <laughs> that was good I, I still can't get over that <laughs> all right <laughs> So let's get into our pimps, pips broke ass hacks of the week. Bitch better have my money. All right, all right, all right. It's Pip and I'm back. It's a new year, 2018, and uh, I'm, not, I'm not claiming that I'm broke anymore, but I have been broke. I've been really <laughs> broke. I mean, just like, ooh, like, like, like Tanya Harding's uh, uh, shoestrings at the 1994 Winter Olympics <laughs> broke. That's pretty I broke. I saw I, Tanya recently, so that's on my mind. Uh, <laughs> so uh, this, this hack today is about found money. Now, it's important to work hard. Like, you know, you, you got to earn your money. I, I, I come from a, a long line of hard workers. My granddad, like he was, he said it. He was not Jamaican, but he did have three jobs. He had six kids, though, so he, had, he needed those jobs. He was a really hard worker. My mother, Damn. hard worker. I'm a hard worker. You know, I'm a hustler. All my friends are hustlers. Yeah. Dino is a hustler. You know, Dino, Dino has a full-time job where he's the boss, has a family, has a podcast, two podcasts, runs all the productions for Red Rock Studios. Like, I don't know anybody that doesn't work really hard. Um, mm-hmm. uh, but everybody I know would rather find $20 in the street <laughs> than work for an hour for $20. <laughs> I just feel like that's the way it is. So I'm gonna, we're going to talk about found money today. Uh, I just moved. So this idea of found money is really important to me right now. So I have to go through all this stuff, and I'm finding like, oh, my gosh, I have money laying around the house that I could either use for other things or I can have the cash. So, for example, one of the things I found when I moved, I have a lot of DVDs. Mm-hmm. You know, I live in L.A., I live in Hollywood, I go to events and screenings, I get a lot of DVDs from, from uh, swag bags. Mm-hmm. Or I've gotten them as gifts. Some of them are gags or whatever. But I have a lot of DVDs that are like literally unopened, that were sitting on my shelves for years. And I thought, okay, it's nice I got a DVD library, but I don't even have a DVD player. <laughs> So I go to a resale shop in L.A. and Hollywood. I'm going to Amoeba Records, and I sold all that sucker. I, and I got some good money out of all the DVDs and CDs that I had laying around. Okay. When I moved from Chicago, I got rid of my records, got a lot of money. So same, similar things. You mm-hmm. can also do this for old electronics. If you got you know phones, you could trade those in for money. Don't just throw yes. them away or something like that. Can. Trade them in for money. This is also what I found. This is some found money because I just moved again. I had too many clothes. I moved. To, I have to downsize. So I was just going to donate everything. My friend said, do you want to donate everything? <laughs> it's like, go through your closet. You got some nice pieces in there. You got some suits and stuff like that. You know, you can s- resell some of that stuff. Or you can go to a clothing exchange and get credit 
towards other clothing with your clothes that you have already. That's going to save you some money. Furniture. Old furniture. I have some furniture that was just like, I just kept it because like, what do you do with it? Right. right and right. I, when the other space I had, I had plenty of space. I'll just move it to the living room. It's cool. You know, well, now I don't have all that space. So I had to get rid of this old furniture. Sold on Craigslist. Found money. Hmm. Um, plants. I have a lot of plants. I don't really have a place for my plants. I had a nice little garden and an outdoor space at my old place. I don't have it. I sold some of my plants on Craigslist. People came to my house, gave me cash money, and took the plants away. I didn't have to pay for shipping. Wow. Yeah. And then finally, something that you guys already know and probably already do, coins, 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 coins. I have encouraged you in the past to pay with cash whenever possible so you can control your spending. I still do that, people. I don't just tell you to do these things without doing it myself. I've been going out a few times lately. I always take cash. I don't play with credit card. I take out the money I want to spend that night. When I, the end of the night or the end of the day when I have cash, whatever changes in my pocket, that goes on my dresser, goes in a, round, a Crown Royal bag because I'm old school like that. I take those coins, I wrap them up, and I take them to the bank. Now, I know some of you go to the grocery store, might use the Coinstar. That's fine if you want to do that, but you're going to get a 12% fee on that. That's a lot of money. It doesn't sound like a lot, 12%. And I guess when you're receiving cash, when you're thinking to yourself, like, well, it's just coins moments ago. Yeah, but you're giving away $12 out of every $100. And after you spend $800, you've given away almost $100 when you think of it that way. But if you just roll them, you take them to the bank, or at least at my bank, you can get your full money back. Only use Coinstar if you plan on donating the money. Then you can donate it for free, and you can use that Coinstar to do that. Or if you want to get a gift card, you can get gift cards at Coinstar, and they don't charge you a fee for getting a gift card. Ah. So if you plan on, like, for example, right now, I'm, I'm still buying things. So if I wanted to get a Target gift card, I can take my coins to Coinstar and get a Target gift card for free. So I just cash it. It just means I just have to use that whole card. At nice. Target. Nice. Tip. So that's, that's the way to do it with you going to do Coinstar. Don't, don't get your cash yeah. from Coinstar. Get that from the bank. Right. And that's Pip's broke ass hack. All right. Nice. Nice, nice. <clears throat> okay, now let's get into our KJ's HQ. Okay, KJ's hypothetical question of the week is, do you think that people who have been incarcerated for committing crimes that are no longer illegal should be automatically be granted release? Hmm. Good uh, question. Isn't there a law about this already? I don't know. Is there? I don't know. I, I ain't no lawyer. I ain't no doctor. <laughs> I ain't no lawyer. I don't know. Ask my mother. She'll tell you. I am no doctor. I am no lawyer. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I, I think that they should be released. Absolutely. As, we, as we're changing in, 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 uh, the marijuana laws in this country, one of the right. things I've been ranting about this whole time mm-hmm. is a bunch of black and brown men that are in jail over minor things, over selling weed, and a bunch of white people about to get super rich over it. I mean, if it's no longer illegal, how bad could it have been in the first place? Right. That's what I feel. I feel like they probably should never have gotten to jail for it anyway. Right. Right. So, yeah, let them out. Yeah, they're not going to make, them out. like, murder. Like, we like incarcerate people way too much in this country. Mm-hmm. Well, more than any, like, civilized country on the planet. I think more. Yeah, I think we, actually, I think we have any place beat. I think, I we, think you're right. I think we incarcerate more than any place else on earth. Well, I know that just the, ga- just the, the jail, the jail in Los Angeles County has about 16,000, almost 17,000 people in it on a daily basis. That's more than some towns. And I don't even understand how 
not-for-profit prisons exist. Oh, like, that's crazy. I, to me, that boggles my mind. Like, how does no one... How, how does that happen? How does, like, no one be like, uh, yeah, you kind of... That's kind of a conflict of interest. Like, right. you don't want to incentivize locking people up. Right, right. Like, I mean, do you build for-profit prisons means you have to fill them up. Right, to make money. Yes, like, that should not be legal. Right. That's insane. That sounds like some... Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome mm-hmm. type shit, like some Soylent Green. Mm-hmm. Lock those motherfuckers up and feed them Soylent Green, futuristic type stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, it Absolutely, just, it, I can't believe that that goes on and it's just like, oh, it's just you know, like we just accept it. Like I, that boggles my mind. I I could understand having professional consultants who come into the prison who know about professional systems, but not that the systems themselves are for profit and are all about turning a profit and about making this a a viable venture. Yeah. And again, (laughs) it it, it means that you have to fill it with people, whether or not it's incentivizing putting people in prison. Yes. Like (laughs) an an empty prison means they're losing money. Right. (laughs) Like, like what? Like, oh, my God. Anyway, that's. Yeah. So I think that's that's an easy one. It seems it is. It's it's easy to me, too. I think. Uh, Yeah. Let them go. Let them go. (laughs) Okay. And uh, let's get to our, our mail this week. If you take the first one, I'll take the next one. All right. Dino is the man. On <laughs> one hand, I am upset that it took me so long to find this show, but at least there are over 140 shows in the bank that I can binge on. Dino is the man. Keep on keeping it real, brother, by Clark Lewis via iTunes. Thank you. Yeah, Clark, Clark Lewis. Hey, now. Thank you, sir. iTunes. Right. like that. Awesome. Okay. Uh, okay. I really like the show, but I got to know. If Pip is gay, <laughs> what is up with him and the girl? She's always on his jock. It's still at their job. Who else is she? Are you talking about me? <laughs> <laughs> That's my baby girl. <laughs> I'm just glad that somebody else sees what I've been seeing and saying what I've been saying. That's Lopez V, uh, by the way, via iTunes. That's, was that who? Oh, yeah, Lo- Lopez V. Le- Lopez Lee. Lopez Lee. Well, thanks for the iTunes. comment, Lopez. You know... I am super gay, and that's probably one of the reasons why she <laughs> she likes me because she know I ain't gonna I ain't gonna Harvey Weinstein or not. <laughs> <laughs> and, and we get along real great. Is that it? <laughs> that's part of it. I really, I really, it's really funny. We talked about this briefly on the show before. Like uh, Dejong, our for our first time meeting was the first show we did and it was right. an instant love affair yeah so sometimes it just works out that way and i'm really grateful about it i ain't mad at it i'm just gonna run with it <laughs> that's right okay so that's that's about it brings us to a close no days on today but uh we held it down for yeah we had fun too you know and before i go i want to say uh, i want to give a shout out to uh there's a podcast called the difference between us mm-hmm now that's you guys know we've always we're always talking about Jason and Mindy from the uh evening radio podcast. Well, they're pretty prolific. They have you know a couple of other shows, and one of their other shows is called The Difference Between Us. And the co host, uh, besides Jason and Mindy, is uh, his um, his Jason's sister? yeah, Jason's sister Stephanie and uh, her fiance David or David as a uh, as uh, uh, Jason likes to to call him, um, and uh, it's a pretty good show. It's a really good show, and you guys need to check it out. Uh, they're you know like seven eight episodes in now, 
And I have to agree. They had, when I say they, the evening radio podcast, Jason and Mindy had John Buchanan of the Brand X podcast on their show a couple weeks ago, maybe a week ago or something like that. Not too long ago. And he was talking about how that the difference between us is like all about Stephanie. Mm-hmm. No disrespect. I know Jason is the producer. I know Jason is doing all the behind the scenes heavy lifting. And well, actually, they don't really edit. They do everything live, whatever. But still, I know Jason is, you know, the, the force behind it, the producer behind it. So not to discredit him or whatever or 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 the other co-host, because it's all about chemistry and all that. But Stephanie, what he was saying, is Stephanie stands out. She steals yeah. the show. And I concur. Not wrong with that. Whole, wholeheartedly. Like she's. Yeah, she she's a natural. This is her first podcast, and these eight or whatever are her first eight podcasts ever. Mm-hmm. And she definitely has some sort of uh, that je ne sais quoi. It's just like something about her. That's nice. You know, she's kind of kind of outspoken, kind of which is great for for radio for right. podcasts. You know, she has she's outspoken and kind of you know fearless with her thoughts and her opinions, whatever. And uh, yeah, she kind of steals the show. And I've actually started, we, we became Facebook friends and Twitter friends, whatever, and we've kind of struck up a little friendship. And uh, she, she reminds me of her brother, but, <laughs> but like, like better. She's like, <laughs> she's like Jason with boobs. So, but. <laughs> okay. So, so I'm thinking like, do I really need Jason? Oh, no. I got Mindy and I got Stephanie. Why do, do I need Jason anymore? I don't. Jason and David, who needs those guys? Oh my gosh, who needs those guys? I maybe maybe you not can't get that close to Mindy without the Jason. Yeah, true. I mean, I mean, it's just it's just platonic, right? That's you know, true. It's just platonic, absolutely. But still, yeah, yeah. But he might feel some kind of way about it. He might. Yeah. Oh well. <laughs> <laughs> get over it. <laughs> no, nah, just kidding, buddy. Just kidding, Jason. Uh, you, you surround yourself with uh, with great women. So what can I say? Uh, anyway, give those guys a a look a look see and. Um, that's about it. Remember to share our show. Remember to uh, keep going to iTunes and Stitcher or wherever your directory of choice is and uh, give us ratings and reviews and, you know, uh, turn us on to your friends and loved ones. And uh, we'll see you next week. So for Dejan Monique, for Pib Lily. Yeah. I'm Dino Rez and holla at your boy. From all of our crew to listeners like you, thanks again for tuning in to another episode of The Shiznit. And don't forget to tell your friends about the show. Check out our website, theshiznitshow.com, or hit us up on Facebook under The Shiznit. Follow us on Twitter at The Shiznit Show. Write to us at theshiznitshow at gmail.com, or leave us a voicemail and make it sexy at 424-261-4878. This has been... The Shiznit. You're listening to the Red Rock Podcast.